Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was get to do it. Oh, yeah. Go, go for it. <laughs> oh, believe me, you want this. Welcome back to a little thing called Tis the Podcast. A little thing called the podcast that is determined to keep a little thing called the Christmas spirit alive. A little thing called 365 days. A little thing called a year. I'm a little thing called Tom Crow. I'm a thing called Julia. And I'm a thing called Anthony, and I have a happiness. You have a half penis? <laughs> Gosh. <sighs> oh, we're off to a rollicking start. <laughs> How's That's it going? How it sounded. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please edit that out. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to insult your your lack of manhood in the public forum, just in our private ones. That's that would be the first time you ever felt that way. <laughs> how's it going y'all i have a happiness so uncomfortable with that phrase <laughs> too i don't know why it was repeated we'll get into that how's it going julia that's uh, going good uh school ends next week super excited to have my kids back julia why don't you take a moment to brag on your oldest Oh, I'll brag on my oldest. So Hannah was featured in the Owasso Athletics magazine, online magazine this week for her involvement in our local, um, what do you call it? What do you call Tulsa Tech? It's a, it's like a trade school, right? Yep. So she takes a class there, a photography class, and she's like totally loving it. In addition to her high school classes. And they interviewed her about it um, because she's in the band at Owasso. So that's the athletics part. And she was eloquent and well, she was just good. Her little cute face. Yeah, she did a good job. How could she not be good and eloquent when you're her mother, Julia? (laughs) I do have to say one thing, though, I noticed in the picture. Yeah. I don't remember my friends looking that young as juniors in high school. (laughs) I know it. That's true. Yeah. That picture was actually taken when she was a sophomore. So she was just a bit younger than she is now, but she didn't look any different. But still, whenever I see high school kids today, I'm like, they look like babies. Yeah, that or they look incredibly old, like I, full beards. And I'm like, who are you even? They're, the they're, the, 21 jump, they're the 21 Jump Street kids. <laughs> That's it. I still, <laughs> I still think uh, Hannah's band uniform, and I told you this when they had some big group photo. I thought it was a Deadpool comic-con uh <laughs> you know costume <laughs> gathering because that's what the you uniform did say that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it does look a bit like that but, but that was a shock to everybody had no idea that was coming out and saw it and got very excited and very proud of her i i would have been too she was she did really well your kids are pretty <laughs> great got really great kids I do. It's true. But you're a great <laughs> child, Tom. My daughter is awesome. She got a new, another Girl Scout patch today. Ooh, which uh, patch? Ooh. She got the blue, da- or I'm sorry, the orange daisy petal today. Oh, what's that for? Uh, they like they have to learn different pr- parts of like the what it means to be a Girl Scout, and they get a different petal for each one. Oh. And then uh, her in-person Girl Scout troop, where I am a den mother. Um, Christine and I are troop leaders with another lady. We now have 11 girls in the troop and we're going strawberry picking at Joe's farm. Uh, oh, that's so fun. That's their kickoff event. I'm so excited. Oh, I love strawberry picking at Joe's farm. I love it. I'm so happy for you. I'm very excited. So 
I like um, wild strawberry picking. Oh, we have to pay for it here. How do you not have to pay for it there? It's Thirty well, bucks do, a but there are there are places to pick it wild. Oh. There are not those places here. I do find it funny that it's we're called trespassing. Do that, considering the fact that I just planted thirty-seven strawberry plants in my backyard. I mean, but like it, it's your strawberry choice. plants aren't mature in road. Uh, <laughs> they are producing fruit already. Surprisingly, we have fruit-bearing strawberries, but not not nice. a bucket full yet. Yeah, not a gardening. Bucket. Gardening at home does never does not ever. Um, you don't reap the rewards. The ROI is just not there. It's a different type of reward. What was your week like, Anthony? My week. <clears throat> infuriating why oh because why? i saw one of the worst marvel movies i've ever seen ever called Doctor i Strange. loved it yeah i know you're just trolling here i <laughs> loved it despite the the two spoilers i saw on the internet before i watched it i thought it was a really good film you're full of poop well let me tell you something let me tell you something. It is oh, no, you know what? Me and Julia are doing a Patreon episode with Jerry D. When and the opinions are all across the gamut, so stay tuned. But I know me and Julia fall closer on this one. When are y'all going to do that? Tomorrow night. Oh, never mind. I don't have time to see it. Probably wouldn't have a chance until like June sixth. So y'all go ahead and go without me. What's June sixth? uh i'm flying out to la la tubular yeah i'm out it's there definitely tomorrow. not a marvel movie you will be able to watch with your kiddo for some time yeah no we're going to i'm flying out to orange county for work for a week although i'm trying to convince christine and ellie to go with me because we'll actually be in anaheim which is right by disneyland and it's mm. not the one in florida so I'm like, look, we can go, and during the day, we can go to Disneyland when it's not crazy. During the week, we can go to Disneyland one day, because I'm only there for four days during the week. So, uh-huh. we'll see. Oh my gosh, if you could swing that. I know. We, we take the weekend to drive out there, go to do what I do my work thing all the time, and then uh, take Ellie to Disneyland, which would be fun. I hear it's oh not as goodness. good as Disney World, but it's also, I don't have to go to Florida, so. I should trade off. Just don't like Florida. I don't want to give Florida I mean, any money right now. I mean, I refuse. Right. But... Well, that's actually the thing. If we end up going to Disneyland, I'm going to write to DeSantis and multiple um, representatives in Florida and tell them that we intentionally booked a trip to go to a subpar park <laughs> on the opposite side of the country so that I did not give one single dime that would go to Florida. <laughs> I wouldn't call it subpar. Compare, well, it's a I, different I've heard Disney it, experience. Have you been to both? I have not. Okay. I've just heard people that love both describe it as a different Disney experience. It's it's oh. it's a more intimate Disney experience. Disneyland is yeah. very much uh, frequented by regulars and locals who go like often, yeah. like on weekends. Whereas Disney World is the big tourist one; people fly in from all over the world because it's bigger. Right. Hence the smaller crowds and yeah, like well, I mean the whole purpose. Hence the smaller one of the parks, including the much yeah. smaller castle. Much smaller, yep. really. It yeah, is much. It's smaller. Not even the same. It's Sleeping Beauty's castle, right? It's not Cinderella's. Right, right. Oh, but like totally worth going. Yeah, go. Like, go. I mean, like, like I've never go. been to that one. There's more history and it. it's older. And they're destroying that history by turning it into freaking uh. Marvel land and getting rid of Tower of Terror and all the stuff to update it with sci-fi crap. Disney World is 500 acres. Disneyland? No, Disneyland is 500 acres. Disney World is 43 square miles. Yeah. I mean, Disney World is literally its own governing trying to figure out its own governing status. They'll regret that decision. Oh, they sure yeah, because they'll saddle them with a billion dollars worth of debt. That's right. <laughs> Which would be amazing. 
And the area around Disney can't support that level anyway. Like you leave the Disney property and you, you would can tell hope, that you're outside of it. You would very much hope that that would be enough to get Florida to uh, the Floridians to vote differently. But I don't know. Eh, that's asking a lot. <laughs> we love you, Mike. We love you, Mike. Mike feels us. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of Mike, did y'all see the new Muppet Lego minifigures they just released? I no. did. I did they it. Were, Are they super cute? They released like seven of them, like the seven popular ones. Like Lego did the whole Muppet Show theme, like with the Lego figures there. You could buy them all individually. I want them all for my work desk. Oh my gosh. Do y'all watch Holy Moly? I don't know what that means. Okay, it's Stephen Curry's golfing. Golfing meets, what was that show with the big red balls? Um, The one that (laughs) Tim Babb was on? Yeah, that one. Wipeout. What's the name of the show? Wipeout. 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 It's like Wipeout meets a golfing competition. And it's got Ed Riggles on it. Anyway, Ed Riggles, Rick Riggles. Funny guy. Anyway, um, Rob Riggles. It's a hit. Rob Riggles. <laughs> That's the name. I knew I had Riggles, right? <laughs> the, the most uh, <laughs> under researched podcast. <laughs> I had half of it right. Um, this whole past week, they've been doing Muppet interludes, um, like pre recorded segments that drop right before the commercials. And Pepe's been on it, and Kermy with his not, not a fan new voice. And anyway, I love great. it. I love how we just. It's so hard not to say Kermy. I know I love Kermy, but I was uh, his, I'm not used to the new voice yet. Mm-mm. But I mean, the show is pretty funny because you get to watch people wipe out. And, but it's also like they're actually good golfers, so it's like mini golf meets wipe out. But this week it's been with Muppets also. Okay, let all... me tell you something about mini golf. That is in top three most competitive. Don't play with Anthony if you don't want to see him <laughs> act like Happy Gilmore uh, thing. Mini golf, uh, Mario Kart, and Monopoly. Those are the oh three. Oh my gosh, Monopoly. Next time I am in New York, Anthony, we need to go mini golfing. They have an amazingly and live stream it. That would be awesome. They have an amazing new Pixar mini golf course in New York City, Pixar theme that they opened. Ooh. Up oh, that's last, awesome. Like last year. So we should totally do that next time you're in New York. I'm pretty dang good at mini golf. Just gonna tell you right oh, now. Oh, I am it too. I'm just very competitive. Don't, don't, don't you? Try. Let's be real. I'm, Anthony, I'm more competitive than you. than you are. Okay, nobody is more competitive than me. I'm probably don't the most competitive you... person in the world. Let me, let me tell let me tell you something. You guys start trying to knock me penalties and like uh, <laughs> you hit my ball when you're swinging. I will flip out. <laughs> what if I... I am the least competitive person on? the planet <laughs> so i have been known to troll while playing mini golf including hitting my ball the wrong way to hit somebody else's ball back <laughs> oh my gosh you've turned it into oh my gosh pool it's not pool no no it, it definitely can be it definitely can be <laughs> oh i'm looking forward to this i i can't wait to go to new york now well this is now also oh, not new for us but i mean Versailles from a newfoundland a walrus showed up it's Wait, just what? chilling on the beach down the street from her parents house are you serious just a random walrus yeah just sleeping on the beach does that just happen no it was a big thing people went down take pictures i think that the climate's excellent. changing y'all oh no it's not Mm-mm. it's just a regular hot summer <laughs> walruses are just taking new vacations you know that's new all they're just changing their Summer summer trends. It's all it did make me realize though how much people suck. No one, as far <laughs> as I knew, like touched the walrus or tried to move it. But the amount of people that would just crowd around taking pictures, like that bothers me when people yeah. do that with wild animals. Instead of like a respectable dif- distance, excuse me. Right. Because right. like, like I want to see that walrus, but like right. I'm not going to get all up in his business. Right. Every time I see one of those videos, like on, uh, you know, the news or something like, oh, uh, deer, uh, deer charges man or, you know, lion, lion in Africa takes a swipe at. Yeah, you deserve it. Why are you getting so freaking close to them? 
Sorry, I have no sympathy. There's something else I wanted to bring up. What was it? I forget now. Woe is me. Anyway. Woe is you. <laughs> Actually, that's a really good segue. Tonight, <laughs> we, we are covering the oft-forgotten 1992 animated Christmas special that first debuted on NBC called Noel. Ninety-two. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap! I thought it was like from eighty-four or eighty-five. Yeah, me too. Me. Sometimes too. it has a subtitle called "The Happiest Christmas Ornament." Sometimes he is not happy. Sometimes I have a Christmas... happiness. <laughs> sometimes it has a subtitle called "The Little Christmas Ornament." That one's more truer because he is little. All of the time, it has the tagline, a Christmas story for all generations. A <laughs> uh, quick plot synopsis. Uh, Noel tells a story about a little red Christmas ornament that brings joy to the lives of the families that possess it. Another I have questions about that. Oh, wait. <laughs> What's your plot synopsis, Tom? A freakishly weird and obnoxious ornament terrorizes all other ornaments near him and can't read a room. Gets a, <laughs> gets rightfully abandoned before breaking and transforming into something else. So it, while claiming to have a happiness, I do not see it spreading joy. This special originally premiered on NBC's primetime schedule following Inspector Gadget Saves Christmas on December 4th, 1992. So this was directed by Masaki Izuka, who also produced it. And it was written by a man that we have covered before. Even though this is not officially a Rankin-Bass special, the gentleman who did a lot of the music for Rankin Bass, Romeo Muller, wrote this book. I wondered. Wrote this book and special because it was based on a children, the children's book was released too. Hmm. Um, this is the last thing he did before he passed away. Oh. As of 2021, the special has never been released on DVD, Blu ray, or digital streaming platforms. Um, it was part of ABC Families. Christmas lineup through the 90s and early 2000s. And now, every now and then, not every year, you can catch it on Turner Classic Movies. Hmm. So, yes. So, during the television promotion leading up to the premiere, the Golden Books, remember the little Golden Books? Yes. Uh, Released an adaptation of this, which is very popular during the Christmas shopping season that year. So, let's do histories and i'll let you guys go first because i think you have shorter histories i watched it um yeah i had never heard of this one and i never definitely never saw it and i was surprised that i recognized charlton heston's voice let my people go i mean i have a happiness no he wasn't the voice of the annoying kid this is one i have not seen in years but i do remember watching it multiple times growing up and i remember growing up thinking it was like very cute and i you know in recent years actually to start this podcast i always meant to put it on the list and it just kept getting pushed and pushed and i was glad to cover it this year to revisit it are you still does that do you still have the happiness a happiness Look, there's definitely some nostalgia there watching it, but I forgot how depressing and horrifying a lot of the special was. I mean, there were moments, and we will talk about it, where they I thought for sure they were going to show that Christmas tree being thrown into a wood chipper as its body was thrown away. It was like all out of the house. <laughs> Bye. I'll never see you again. <laughs> all right. There's some truths in this. I'll tell you what. So... By far, the and the biggest name in this, and probably the only known name, is Charlton Heston, who narrates this special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Charlton Heston, where do you start with this guy? He was Ben-Hur. He won Best Film. Moses. He was mm-hmm. Moses. 
Um, he did Touch of Evil with Orson Welles, Planet of the Apes, the Omega Man. I mean, this guy was one of those classic actors of Hollywood mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, you know, also a sex symbol of Hollywood back in the day, much in the same way Marilyn Monroe was. How far back in the day? Ben Hur? Back when Mar- back when Marilyn Monroe was. I said like back in back in the day. A bit back in the day. Okay. That was never my experience with Charlton Heston, but <laughs> so surprising. It says on Wikipedia. I'm just going by really? Wikipedia. Yeah, didn't you ever I see mean, him in was... Planet of the He's pretty good looking in Ben I think he girded the loins back then, Julia. I don't know. You know, I've never actually seen Planet of the Apes. The original, you know, or no. have you never seen any of them? Like even like none of them. Remade? I've seen like parts, but I've never seen any of them in their entirety. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that was it. They were a big deal back then. I mean, he was a yeah. big deal, which is how they got him. But yeah, yeah he was the easily. I mean, I know him from Osmosis. That's the thing I always right. associate him most with. Same. What about you, Tom? I've never been a Charlton Heston fan. Besides Charlton Heston, we have Bo Bertle giving voice to Noel, our little red Huge Christmas. Bo Bertle fan. <laughs> we have Corrine Orr playing Miss Frizenda, who I thought was an angel, or that's how I remembered her, but she's really an ice queen, but she looks like an angel, kind of. I thought she was an angel even after they said that. Um, we have Roscoe Lee, Lee Brown doing the voice of Brutus, the Christmas tree. It's a tragic ending. <laughs> uh, not not the only one though. Just just the beginning. Um, and then, just to go how, just to show you how much information is on this very little known and oft forgotten special, we have Larissa Abel. No one's uh, you know, IMDb and Wikipedia are not quite sure who she plays. John Crenshaw, also unknown. Earl Hammond, unknown. Lee Meredith, unknown. Romeo Muller did a voice, not sure who. Peter Newman did a voice, not sure who. Millicent Sparks, unknown. Ed Wheeler, unknown. So we really only... Oh my gosh. Have four <laughs> actors slash actresses assigned to characters here. Hmm. So we should just uh, dive right in. And I am very much looking forward to talking about this with y'all. Uh, ever since Tom texted me this morning saying, Anthony, please please tell me right now if you like this movie still or not. And then Julia t- just texted this afternoon. That was surreal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right off the bat, you just mentioned it a little earlier, Julia. I want to say something about the animation style. This looks much older than 1992. Yes, it does. It, yes, much, much, much older. Which, I mean, the first part of it is not supposed to be set in current day. So the first part of it is supposed to be set pre-current day. But it's still the animation style is like, it was comfortable animation, right? It reminded me a whole lot of being a kid. Adds to my nostalgia a bit. Mm -hmm. Because I had nostalgia for this because I watched growing up. But like that animation style just kind of added to it. Because it reminded me of a lot of those cozier specials I grew up on. I had no problem with the animation style. It felt very comfy. I liked it. So our special starts out in the 1920s. We have this glass blower. It's glass, you know, he's making ornaments. He's blowing glass. And he is in the process of making this little red Christmas bottle when he gets the news. He's going to be a grandfather for the first time. And a tear of happiness falls out of this guy's eyes, rolls down his cheek. It doesn't immediately evaporate on the glass glass. that is thousands of temp. Yeah, like all the hotness. Nope. The glass absorbs it. And as such, Noel is born. (gasps) Oh my gosh. And unlike other ornaments... He has a happiness, as we're reminded 50 times in 23 minutes. Um, All the other ornaments, for some reason, when they're made slash born, are miserable. 
Um, but Noel immediately is like, I'm Noel and I have a happiness. How are you? And to Tom's point, he terrorizes all of these other ornaments who want nothing to do with them. Um, well, I mean, so how is age set in these inanimate objects that are all of a sudden, what is the word I can ever think of when an object, what, what happens to Beauty and the Beast's? anthropomorphized no anthropomorphized yes where yes, we where we put human traits into a non-human entity so how is age set because like every other ornament in the box is like ancient and this thing even when it gets to be old never acts old it always acts like a child so like like that's a great question because miss frizenda was on that conveyor belt so she was also just made but she acted like 50 years older than him from the beginning yeah. And I love how physically later on in the special, when they get older, his age is expressed through giant bags under his eyes, and that's it. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a really tired kid at that point. Um, Dude looks like that some days. But the, he, the, yes, this ornament, Noel, is a toddler. What's this? What's that? Why? 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 And he's put in a box for what was it, 12 ornaments? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're put on sale in a shop. And he loves seeing all the, what does he refer to them as? Little people running by, right? And they're children. Mm-hmm. Little, hum, little people things and big people little things. Little people things. Little people yeah. things and big people things. And the, the big people thing called mom eventually buys this box of ornaments and brings them home. But we've got the we've got the epic, epic, epic trope that we see time and time again that takes us a step further. Not only do we not decorate our Christmas tree, our Christmas tree until Christmas Eve, we don't let the kids help. That is yeah, something we have to... seen multiple times. Supposedly it's, it's supposed to be Santa, I guess, who does it, right? But no, the, they're not even saying it's Santa. The parents are just doing it. Well, I know they're there's doing it, no but mention, I think that's there's why no mention wait, of Santa. Right? No mention of Santa. Did you see a mention of Santa? No, I just assumed. Mm-hmm. You know but, what happens when you assume. Oh my gosh. Can I can I take a time out and address that saying for a minute there? I, I said that, okay, especially with teenagers getting older, like you can say more things than you can otherwise. And somebody had said assume, like, well, you know what they say about assuming things. And Ethan's like, what do they say? And I'm like, <laughs> makes an, it makes an A of you and me. And he's like, that doesn't even make sense. And I'm like, spell it out. He goes, A Oh, it makes a of you and me. And I was like, how you like that? Hannah, neither one of them understood it until they made him spell it out. So cute. (laughs) I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's cute. Sorry. You just, uh, in one short tale, differentiated between Oklahoman children and New York children. Like it might be the difference between Colburn children and other people's children. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is cute, though. I thought so. So these ornaments are brought home. And before they get decorated, they're put on a table. And just watch, you know, uh, this little girl. Like, for some reason, I don't remember. I mean, I had my favorite ornaments growing up. But yeah. I don't remember ever, like, picking one up and kissing it constantly and being like, I love you. No. Mm-mm. super weird super weird super um weird. <laughs> but noel is loving this whole christmas thing he sees the snow through the window and then they haul a giant tree named brutus inside who is the first i it's the first thing that's friendly to noel and mm-hmm. has patience for him he re- he kind of reaches down and pets him like a dog with one of his branches he does yeah he <laughs> Like, have you ever seen that meme where the turtle walks up to the other turtle and goes to his face and then he like backs off like he that's what he does to this ornament the whole time is around. So Brutus and Noel befriend each other and a stable. What should Tom's chagrin? They keep referring yes. to it as a stable. They can't even refer to it as a manger, which is pisses Tom off enough, but a stable. They do keep calling it's it a stable. Places they place a stable under the Christmas tree. And I appreciate Which, this because I've always placed my manger under the Christmas tree too. Hmm. Because I like the star directly, like the star directly above 
Mm-hmm. I dig sense. it. I've never done that. I don't like putting Jesus on the floor, but I like what you're going with this. I like this idea of putting it under the star. Jesus juke you. And it also no, I'm I'm thinking it through. It also like the Christmas tree becomes like the focus at Christmas time, right? And like right there front center, you put the. I might build a little platform and do the same thing next year. But with your cave. I don't have a cave. They're just they just hang out. (laughs) So so there, I have to question. Who's this random nomadic family living beneath a giant tree, Tom? Not my Jesus. <laughs> I love it. Um, and Noel, he can't see into the stable. He's like, what is that? What is that? And Brutus explains it as the true meaning of Christmas, but he leaves it at that. And as the season goes by, Noel loves the joy and the laughter throughout the season, the snow and Christmas Eve when the kids go to bed, the parents hang up all the ornaments on the tree. And Noel is delighted to be hung up. He has a good view of the living room. He meets the, you know, the lights and the tinsel, which are also anthropomorphized. He meets some, uh, the lights are nice to him. The lights are nice to him. The train is kind of nice to him. Eh. <laughs> the train doesn't really talk. The train is very focused on. Yeah, he's and like that was super also high strung. St- he's trying to ch- chase his tail. Like, so I guess <laughs> he's anthropomorphized and like proportionalized. I don't know. No, he's an anthropomorphized Republican because they don't know what to do when they catch the car. <laughs> anyway. Love it. Uh, anyway um noel's delighted the kids come down christmas morning he loves to join the laughter but then a dark 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 day occurs in the house january 2nd and i actually like that because that is the worst day of the year <laughs> the day after new year's when you know it's all over and it's all going to be packed up mm-hmm. um and Noel's like, no, I'm not going back in that box. And he tries to like <laughs> bury himself in Brutus's branches. Uh, but dad takes him off the tree and puts him back in the box. And then we get a horrifying scene <laughs> where they knock where Brutus falls down, essentially. And they drag him outside to his instant death. And as he's the <laughs> He ran across the floor. He's like, goodbye, Noel. I'll never see you again. It's so terrible. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and Noel is essentially, he's crying. He's like, no. He's uh, never the same again. He's never the same again. Nor, nor with you. Nor with no. you. No. This, is, this is essentially... Harry, who grew up with the Dursleys, finally meets Hagrid, his giant friend. <laughs> somebody <laughs> strikes him down in front of him and drags him away. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, Noel is the only ornament upset to be going back in the box. Miss Frizenda and all the others are like, whew, what busy job. Like, time to Finally sleep. a vacation. <laughs> um. And his horror kind of reminded me of like the toys in Toy Story, how they always dreaded the attic going up to the attic. Yeah, yeah, it did. That did feel like that. Um, and then I, and then I just thought they've had that line in Toy Story three, where Woody was like, "Come on, guys, the Christmas ornaments are up there. They're fun, right? We can hang out with them." When he's trying <laughs> to make the best of it, and I thought to myself, "How do they never do a full blown Toy Story Christmas movie?" Christmas, yeah, no kidding. That's one. Last week we talked about sequels. That's one. That should. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they put the ornament box in the attic. Um, a year passes. And luckily, dad puts the ornament box not within a giant, another giant box. He places it just up in the attic with the lid positioned just so. So now I can look out the window all year. And eventually... Mm-hmm. It starts snowing again, and he knows it's Christmas time again. And they come down from the attic. He meets a new tree named Harold. 
And again, and he's fine was... with this. He's fine with this. Like, you know, no I thought his about... name was Herod at first, and I was like, "Wow, that's, that's a, a weird name." <laughs> Christmas special. Um, <laughs> you know what, Tom? He is fine with it. He it's, it's like the Santa Claus, right? The some weird man just returns to the North Pole, and the elves are fine with it. Apparently. <laughs> um, and again, Noel wonders what is in this stable under the tree um but again the christmas season is over far too soon and he has to say goodbye to harold who also gets dragged out unceremoniously it's dark it's dark it's dark knocked out one of these trees um and then we get a montage of christmases throughout the years and i liked it like the kids start growing up Mm-hmm. and they start the little kid people start looking like the little adult people yep. and the adults get old and the kids start moving away having families of their own and getting shipped off to war and a bunch of dark <laughs> yeah, that stuff. was random too and the guy looked like a kid still i don't know if they were trying to make a point of that <laughs> he looked like he was a 12 year old wearing a uniform <laughs> called the draft tom <laughs> and eventually um we see time passing not just by the kids and their parents getting older but the ornaments are getting older too they're getting a little spotty a little cracked and they all have giant tired eyes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh one year when they're up in the attic and noel's waiting to come down he sees the snow outside something awful happens mom and dad are retired grandma and grandpa now and dad tells mom, what's the point? Our kids are all across the country with families of their own. They're not coming home. Let's not decorate this year. She's like, okay. <laughs> and Noelle's like, no, no. And Miss Frisenta's like, finally, a vacation, a year off, a vacation. Well, and I was out. thinking. And, and in their world, they're out for what, three days? Yeah, three days. exactly. Yeah, they're it's out, like you're they're out for three days. And unlike Santa, who at least works one day a year and at least flies around the world in one night, they just hang there. Mm-hmm. They yep. just hang there. Yeah. Not doing a dang thing. <laughs> um she is unpleasant. Unpleasant is to the max. Pleasant. She reminds what does she me oh, what does she say repeatedly? She says something over and over again. She keeps saying, I couldn't care less. Oh, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. Um, and so I, I don't understand all the cracks and breaks and how they're so like damaged. We have really old vintage ornaments that are in perfect condition because they go back in a box. They go from tree to box and don't wear out. Yeah. Just like them. Yeah. No, they I do get understand. worn out. There are all these cracks and everything. No, right? I'm like, saying they just go from tree to box. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, why exactly. are they so worn out? Yeah, I don't know. It's because because okay, I can only speak for Noel. He's so worn out because for some reason this little girl was so in love with this ornament she makes out with him every year when she takes him out of the box. It was weird. She blew him kisses across the room. Yeah, literally kiss. It was a weird thing. Weird, very weird. Um, and then. All the ornaments go into kind of like this deep frozen sleep. Like somebody put a spell over the house or something like Beauty and the Beast or something. And they go into yeah. this deep slumber. And the, narr- the narrator says, yeah, luckily Noel didn't have to hear essentially that mom and dad died and the house is locked up after like <laughs> the kids yeah, moved and like, out and left all their crap in the attic. That's what yeah, it was. And it yeah, it starts like breaking down, and at one point, I'm like, "Oh man, it's a real fixer upper." Became a yeah. real fixer upper. It became a real fixer upper until many years later, we reach present day, the '90s, and this wonderful present day. <laughs> this wonderful, kind African American family moves in, renovates, and moves into the house. Mm-hmm. At Christmas time, they take the ornaments down from the attic. They find the attic ornaments in the mm-hmm. attic. And new little kid girl, little girl kid, little girl person. Boy. Whatever. Okay, new little boy person um, 
finds them and like little girl of years past he loves noel for some reason it's like they're drawn to his happiness a, a plain boring red ornament that has nothing memorable about it at all it's a red bobble yeah because uh, it does not have eyeballs and a mouth to these children these children things they can sense his joy and happiness yeah well it's so I funny every time he's and that he were that reminded me of like frosty the snowman every time frosty came alive he'd be like happy birthday like every time noel opened his eyes yeah. i'm noel and i have a happiness because it's um, opening line to everybody it's so annoying <laughs> and this is really the first time you see miss and only time because you know what's happening to her in a second mm-hmm. miss frizenda gets offended because then the parents see this old box of ornaments like oh they're all too chipped and old to hang on the tree she's like chipped and old and she's offended she wasted her life complaining about being hung up and now she wants to be hung up Mm -hmm. says something interesting about aging there and wasted life (laughs) 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 but uh noel they find noel they noel is just nice enough that they plan on hanging on the back of the tree to balance out that one branch which we all have that one ornament we all have that one ugly ornament that we hang on the back of the tree do we just we don't have an empty multiple yes Yes. we all have that one lesser loved even if it's not ugly yeah and my ornaments are in storage right now so i don't feel bad because they can't hear me that's right yeah i have a few (laughs) they can because the other ornaments could hear what was going on remember yeah, but my attic. storage unit is not in my house. Okay. Oh. So, so <laughs> as Noel is hung on the tree, the other ornaments are thrown to the curb in the trash can. They get put back in the box. <laughs> and he doesn't even box. like fight for him, which I kind of expected that he'd be like, I mean, no, like he can't, he can't communicate, but still, like, I thought that instead he's just upset. like, find this Frizenda. Yeah, like, <laughs> peace out, lady. Have fun in the attic. <laughs> No, they're not going to the attic. They don't want to Her. explicitly say the but trash. He's, he's dragging trash out of that house with yeah, that box. True. Hundo yeah, P. He's, he's not very bothered by that. No. No. But he does, he does. He does. He's not the only ornament who survives, though. So does a really grumpy train that's under the tree. He's still so yeah. so these years. That's weird because like I could see a box of ornaments, but like everything was left. I mean, it's yeah. ba- it was basically, I assumed it was an estate sale. Lots of people just sell off the belongings. But it's the same house. Yeah. Anthony means like they sell. Oh, you the mean house. the house was they, bought with the belongings in yes. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like, I I mean, that's pretty common around here. Like, you know. Our estate sales are come buy everything in the house so that I can sell the house. Yes. We have those too, but yeah, I've seen the others where it's like, you know, whatever boxes are in the attic and basement, just do what you want with it when you, yeah. Um. So yeah, Noel is happy. He meets Abraham, the new tree, and Abraham is nice to meet you, kid. And Noel's so happy, but uh oh, age has not been kind to Noel, and not just because of the bags under his eyes. Because what happens? His little hook breaks. His His hook breaks because he's hopping around for some weird reason. (laughs) He's really excited. And in slow motion, slow motion, he's like screaming. He's he's really doing the Darth Vader no as he's falling. Yeah, he does. He hits the ground and shatters. Not just like a little bit falls off him. He shatters into irreparable, like 100 pieces. Yeah. And... We follow him this whole Christmas special, but does a special linger for a moment to let the audience feel the pain? No, they nope. don't. Because immediately mom's like, oh, that little red ornament <laughs> broke and comes over with a broom and a dustpan. <laughs> so heartless. But guess what? Because he had a happiness, he has he turns into this little red pink soul. He had a soul. And for the first time in this new forum, he can see what's in the stable. And he sees the infant Jesus. And just by seeing all these little people, ornaments of little people, he understands immediately what the true meaning of Christmas is. And that's right. His happy soul Uh, is now. 
we go around we, he he flies around the world now to um terrible stereotypes everywhere <laughs> yes. he he flies around the he realizes his soul is free and he can spread happiness around the world because that's what a christmas ornament does i have a quote here and it's literally his monologue as he's flying around to all these like stereotypical it, as he's flying Four around houses. this it's and a small houses. world it's a small world basically um, basically see it's a small world ride just as problematic <laughs> <laughs> and Noel's like, I'll race the Christmas dawn all around the world. I'll meet all the other people in all the other houses. Houses made of wood, houses made of brick, old houses, new houses, rich houses, and poor houses, big houses, and small houses. Houses so tall I can hardly see the top. Houses made of grass, houses made of snow castles and bungalows chateaus and pagodas and wigwams and each has its own set of people and children things and then the narrator even says but some spoke different tongues and led different ways of life some had never even heard of christmas but did this bother noel nope he's going to go annoy them like he did the ornaments he grew up with <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah, I, just get, now. I just get the feeling he is living life as a jehovah's witness going door to door have you heard the news <laughs> i have a happiness i am a happiness <laughs> i um, have a happiness yeah he became he said i am a happiness right i don't have a happiness i am a happiness this little glowing red orb approaches me and I will not have any happiness. No, you call Ghostbusters at that point. That's right. It's a and demon I, ball. It is. It, 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 Somebody that, needs to make that video where he's flying around. <laughs> just and then the animated Ghostbusters like from the yes. old cartoon come and fly. <laughs> ah, that would be amazing. Um, and then they and then throw the, him in the trash. <laughs> the narrator... <laughs> The narrator closes it out about how Noel would live on forever in the happy hearts of all mankind. Mm-hmm. The end. And then instead of playing over the end credits, the first Noel or something, they play God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. And I was like, what a yeah. missed opportunity. His name was Noel. Yeah, yeah his name is Noel. <sighs> this is not good, I- folks. It was a weird, like, were they going for, like, a metaphor here? Like, yeah, some weird, like, oh, Probably. like, I'm going to spray. I, it's, it was, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, I, yeah, okay. So I'm the only one with history with this, right? It was mm-hmm. far yeah. more depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. It's like, everybody a lot of tree dead. dead. Everybody who's nice to you died. Oh, that's mm-hmm. okay. I have a happiness. <laughs> So I wa- I do want to read the end of this. Uh, we're gonna throw away everybody that you were made with. I have a happiness. I do want to. Your read owners that. are dead. I have a happiness. Like <laughs> this is awful. Little Johnny went off to war and got shot and killed at age eighteen. <laughs> I have a happiness. <laughs> there was that one shot of him too, where he looked like the sun rising over the savannah. And that all was the so creepy. Around him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the kids from all the different ethnic backgrounds in one place oh. with their, yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to read the last few sentences of this blog post I, fa- I found on this movie. Um, from the moment Noel dies, dies. Mm. It's okay, though. It's okay. Stop crying. Because you see, Noel was set free of his earthly shackles. He'll never be forgotten or abandoned again by cold-hearted humans who refuse to celebrate Christmas 365 days a year. He's now able to roam the world, spreading the joy of the holiday even to children wearing kimonos and turbans who probably don't celebrate Christmas. Wow, I don't know about you, but I could really go for a stop-motion reindeer right now. YouTube comments suggest that this is a beloved special for 90s kids, and yet I imagine most of them came away with at least slightly traumatized, if not hysterically demanding reassurance (laughs) from their parents that their parents will never ever leave them noel didn't warm my heart it left me wanting to curl up in my bed and cry over holidays past when everyone i've ever loved was still alive and life didn't demand more of me than to make sure i put out cookies and room temperature milk for santa before i went to bed 
In terms of mawkish sentiment, featured a main character who is mocked for his <laughs> happiness, then forgotten, only to sacrifice himself so they can spread that happiness to the world at large. If I ran that out, it just occurred to me that this is probably a stupidly ham-handed allegory for Jesus, and man, now I hate it even more. Oh, brother. So it seems, unless people grew up with it, it doesn't work as well. I'm curious if there are people that love it so as we- much as they did when they were kids. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But we did get two comments from our good friend, Matt Yurick of TGI Podcast mm-hmm. and Robert Nickerson of Behind the Bells. And Matt wrote, this is one I haven't thought about in years. I'm going to need to rewatch Jog My Memory. And Robert wrote, you just unlocked a hidden Christmas TV memory. I almost thought I dreamt this. So <sighs> they kind of fall in the same boat as me where I remember it. I remembered it, the concept, and Noel itself. I hadn't seen it mm-hmm. in years. So Matt and Robert, if you are listening to this, mm-hmm. I would love to know what you thought if you revisited it. Because frankly, I'm still not sure what I thought. Mm-hmm. It's not good. It's depressing. It's depressing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I did have a bunch of feelings watching it. Like nostalgic it feelings. Too. It did. I had a lot of feelings. <laughs> and... and I don't know. I don't think I hated it. I wanted, Would I go out of my way to try to find it on YouTube every year? No. Yeah. If I, if I was flipping through TV and saw it, like when I couldn't sleep at 1 a.m. on Freeform, and it was a change-up from the other 25 movies I watched 25 billion times a year just because they're on a loop, I'd probably be mm-hmm. like, oh, my, this, I remember this in childhood. I'd probably watch it. Takes no way at first, 23 minutes. Yeah, it was real short. Which I was thankful for. I feel like this is one like I could have enjoyed watching with you guys just to mock it because it was fun mocking (laughs) it, talking about it. You know what I mean? Yes, that's true. That would have been fun. I don't know. (laughs) Is it a Christmas special? Yeah. I mean, everything about it, like the the story does not work apart from Christmas. Mm hmm. It's, but it doesn't give me like Christmas feelings. Not really. It's got, every, it's got everything you need. It's got the Christmas tree. It's got the train. It's got the presents. It's got the the children people things. It's got the Jesus. little people things. It's got a nativity set. Yeah, it's, it's a Christmas movie though. Does As, it have? Does it have a Linus moment? Y- yes, no. I. Yes, it does. A big one. He realizes I. It's not that I have a happiness. It's that I am a happiness. I am happiness. <laughs> It, it does. He, I mean, it, it doesn't work. I was well. kidding. It, it was, does, I mean, but it doesn't work well because he falls off his tree and sees Jesus. And he's like, oh, this is the true meaning of Christmas. We don't know how yeah. he jumped to that conclusion, but he realized it when he saw Jesus. He had his come to it Jesus moment. Well. He literally he came did. to Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. It was, That's fine. Yeah, it's got one. There was an exchange I did like, and it was his first Christmas at the Brutus. And Noel was like, What is what's happening now, Brutus? Because like a kid, he keeps happening, asking every five minutes, what's happening? What's happening? He's like, What's happening now, Brutus? And Brutus is like, it's become a thing called Christmas Eve. The reason you were made and I was born. And Noel says, It feels like magic. And I'm like, Yes, that's the appropriate that's- descriptor of Christmas Eve. Does feel like magic. I was confused about the time frame of this movie because at the very beginning I was like, "Oh, this takes place in the 1800s," but mm-hmm. then I was like, "Oh, that kid went off to Vietnam." I think I don't know when this is. Like, <laughs> I, think the, I think the kid went off to work. I thought the kid was going off to World War Two, based on. Oh, the, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Well, that house must have. They must have been locked in that attic for a long time. Then. Well, I mean, it was obviously a long time. The wallpaper was falling off. Well, and they got a box of 12 ornaments that were glass blown for $1. Like, that's cheap. Could you I imagine? Mean, the, I would the love ornaments to cost more than the tree. Like that now. The, <laughs> ornament that co- the ornaments cost more than the tree, right? Yeah. When they I said they think. got the tree for like a quarter or a nickel or something. Oh, right. Right. I don't have any ornaments that cost. I've never bought an ornament that cost more than my tree. I would be curious, like, I, I never looked because I never 
bothered looking and never cared enough to look, but I think I'm going to have to look it up just to satiate my curiosity. I bet if you Google this special on Etsy, somebody's making some nice side cash just painting that face on red bubbles. Mm -hmm. (sighs) But that is Noel. Um, I'm happy we finally covered it, even though it was a it was an experience. I, I feel I'll, uh, the I feel other like line I'm... I have to point out. Sorry, yes. go for it. That family that opened the box, they're like, "Oh, this red ornament will look good next to our new plastic ones." Like plastic ornaments were something people were excited to get. I think it was just that you got them so they wouldn't break, right? <laughs> that's exactly. Think... That's the only reason you get plastic ornaments. <laughs> this one will look good in the empty space on the back of the tree. Doing a cursory search, Anthony, I do not see any Noel movie ornaments on Etsy. So you That's may just have found your niche. My, so my that real you can sell, niche. That you can sell to both people who enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> both, pe- both people. You guys know I'm going to send you one just to annoy you on your trees. <laughs> Speaking of and sending I'll have things. have a place for it on the back. I can't wait till we talk about what patrons are going to get a chance to buy into early after we rate this abysmal movie. Yeah. So let's rate this. Let's so I'm looking at our, our specials. I'm looking at our TV specials and I'm looking at the stuff I rated the lowest. Uh, I think I would rather watch little drummer boy would not rather watch grandma got run over by a reindeer. I would rather watch buddy the, but elf buddy's musical Christmas. I'm going to come in at a at a quarter of a percent. Man, you rank those low. Which ones? The, the, like the ones the you ter- just said? Like the you, terrible you, movies I just listed? Yeah. Well, you rank them really low. I did. <laughs> uh, the only one on here I, I ranked that low that I would that I would bump up a little bit would be uh, Prep and Landing. Mm. I'm going 4.75 because I'd rather watch this what? than Robbie the Reindeer. Than Robbie the Reindeer. Julia, where are you coming in? You grade low, I grade high, Tom. Like, my low movies are high. That's a joke. (laughs) And I'm just going to let you know, Julia, if you rank this at solid 10, it averages out as a (laughs) 5. I did the math. I'm going to come in at a 1. Well, that gives us an average of a solid 2. Which puts it at number 35 on our list. Just above, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And just mm-hmm. below, Frosty's Winter Wonderland and Robbie the Reindeer, the Lost Tribe. So, there you go. It comes in 35 of 39. So, that goes to show you. <laughs> but I am super curious, especially for people who had gr- who had seen it growing up, like Matt and Robert, what they think of it now, revisiting it. Yes. But Julia, where can listeners like robert and matt let us know what they thought of this special whether they're seeing it for the first time or revisiting it for the first time since childhood well um we have a nice easy way to find all of our social medias of which we have a few um twitter reddit well not much on reddit facebook groups facebook and the easiest way to find that is by going to linktree.com slash tis the podcast will take you everywhere you need to be um facebook group is definitely our most active so if you want the most interaction um that's your place but we will meet you like literally anywhere so talk to us and if you would like to get even more content for one dollar you can join our patreon and as we alluded to at the beginning, or I guess we actually came out and said, Julia and Anthony will be discussing the great new Marvel movie, Doctor Strange, with Jerry D very soon. Yes, Plus, and we at have... some point, I swear, the episode, it's been edited for two weeks, I just haven't put it up, but like me and Julia talked Secrets of Dumbledore. That will drop. That will be live by the time you hear this, y'all. So. <laughs> Uh, and at some point, the I'm just now I'm having a hard time getting motivated to edit the Space Force episode, knowing that just as it was hitting its stride, Netflix did what Netflix does. Mm. I'm going to say right now, before you continue on and give our listeners some exciting news, Netflix is going to be on the chopping block for me soon. 
Uh, I yep. think we're canceling it next week. Yeah, with the, with the commercials coming back and their original content just does not stack up to like Hulu and HBO and even Apple nowadays. Like they've just been slacking. Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They and really I, have. I, I think Amazon Stranger Brand. Things is the only thing I'm excited about. Right. I think I'm canceling after that debuts, honestly, after the new When season. did the debut? This month. I think next week. Oh, crud. So I have to keep it for a little longer. Yeah. 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 That's the only thing, though. Like, yep. Same here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's even lost, like, I mean, what, HBO has friends now. Yeah. Uh, I know it got Seinfeld, but Seinfeld's going back to Hulu. Like, that was their other big one. The Office went to Peacock. Those were their big three, like, streaming things that people watch. Like, so even, like, their older shows, like, they don't have anymore. So. So our five-year anniversary is coming up, and we have something very cool in production now. Uh, that is going to take multiple months to get made. But if you are a Patreon, you will have first access to a limited edition hand-thrown custom Tis the Podcast coffee mug slash beer sign. I'm so excited. And it looks like it's going to be rad. We're kicking it old school and going with our very first logo. So I guess it's a retro logo now from our first sticker. And uh very excited speaking of stickers though even if people don't want to pay for the mugs we're designing a new sticker right we are for five years i don't know i guess <laughs> we are and speaking of five years tons of you have participated in the poll for our big special coming up for our five years mm-hmm. by the time you all listen to this round one will be over of voting and you know lots of y'all <laughs> there are some surprising answers so i'm so curious to see how who everyone rallies around when the categories are slimmed down for the final round of voting <laughs> i'll just say that i love voting i do too <laughs> voting is important and a cornerstone of all democracy so exercise your right to vote y'all before it's taken away well, they're going to take it away it's just our votes aren't going to count anymore next week we are still going to be in the animated realm and we're covering yes virginia the 2009 animated film um and i think this is actually in five years the first time i know we've read it on christmas eve once the actual letter mm-hmm. but i don't think we've actually covered any movie version of that story so this is i'm excited to dive in um and you know people recognize virginia even if you've seen ever seen the special she's in the macy's parade now as a float macy's makes a big deal of her nowadays like in her their shops around christmas time um and the week after that we are covering the bishop's wife so we'll see what the original was like we covered the preacher's wife earlier this year mm-hmm. so we're traveling back to the original who's in that again it's not jimmy stewart harry grant is Dudley Grant? There you go. Yep. So, despite I am a huge Harry Grant, Harry Grant, or Harry Grant fan, <laughs> so huge that I can't even say his name. <laughs> I also like Harry Grant. I do too, which is why I'm surprised none of us could remember that without googling it. Yeah. But don't worry, right? y'all, because while we may be the most under-researched and under-prepared podcast out there. One thing we are always prepared for, at least when Anthony hosts, is the countdown. He never forgets mm. the countdown when he hosts. Thank and you for that. I, I was that was not a failed jab at anyone. <laughs> I'm just stating a fact. <laughs> just like I'm going to state this next fact, which is pretty exciting. There are only five thousand five hundred twenty hours until Christmas. That's two hundred and thirty days. That's thirty weeks. Nope. Nope. 32 weeks. Yep. So do your homework, y'all. Watch Yes, Virginia. Uh, Keep a lookout for the next round of voting for our five-year special going up. And we will speak to you next week. Bye. 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 Remember, keep that happy. Keep that happy.
I don't have it in me. I am a happiness. The first Noel, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they Where Jesus lay No, no. 